Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Well, Zero, what are we talking about today? Uh, what were we supposed to talk about and then we turned this into something else? Wait, what? Worry. So this we're talking about uh, Fist of Fury and, and Fist of Legend. Yes, those two movies. Um, why are we choosing these two? Well, uh, we're doing Fist of Fury because. Uh, well, I'm sorry. We were supposed to only talk about Fist of Legend. Sorry, I guess that's what you're trying. That's to get, what I was get, asking. Get yes. at Fist of Legends uh, is reaching its 25 year anniversary, and it's. I mean, like it, it's it's no secret. It's a remake of Fist of Fury, mm-hmm. uh, not to be confused with uh, Fists of Fury, which is actually the big boss. But the big boss is actually supposed to be Chinese connection. But in America, Fist of Fury is the Chinese connection. But when the, the big boss Stop came it. You're here, just confusing me Fist of Fury. It wasn't Fist of Fury. It's Fists of Fury. Uh. With it was plural. So I'm glad that our channel doesn't have that problem where we where people confuse fist with fists. Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are we called again? <laughs> uh, we are the Fist Fail Podcast. We're talking about action See, movies. See, you said that so fast. I feel like you're trying to skate by on the fact that you don't know either. <laughs> um, was, but it, our namesake comes from the original movie, Fist of Fury. Mm-hmm. Uh, alliteration aside... We chose that because uh, it's one of the most iconic Bruce Lee films. And um, yeah, like it's Fist of Legend is a remake of it and it borrows enough from it, uh, paying homage to it, mm-hmm. but it also deviates from it. Yeah, so, uh, this this is how you do a remake or re- reboot. I hate saying that, but <laughs> like this is a great remake. It, uh, it keeps mostly the original story, mm-hmm. the, the bare bones of the plot. Uh, and it adds a lot more interesting plot elements to it. Uh, I really liked the story of Fist of Legends. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. We can definitely get into that. And mm-hmm. we will definitely... Obviously, Fist of Legend borrows the basic premise of Fist of Fury, but it expands upon it. And I'm not here to... Oh, I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just expanded upon what you just said, but better. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> no, what... what I, what uh, Fist of Legend is, is just Fist of Fury, a little bit different, but I, I'm not to say that it's better, right? And that, that's actually the point of today's episode. We're going to compare the two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it, I would not say one is superior to the other. I right. think uh, each film does certain things better than the other. Right, and we'll definitely get into that. But uh, not to say that you know you should watch one or the other. But, I mean, today's episode is kind of analyze the two because even though there's a myriad of myriad of uh different fists of fury out there like stephen chow did a version donnie yen was in the sequel fist of legend and Mm -hmm. you know like and we have like all those blue exploitation knockoffs and then all the uh searches you get when you look up fisting on porn websites you know lots of variations of this film (laughs) 
<laughs> Why are we called Fists of Failure? Again? I don't know. <laughs> that was not a good title. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so we're we can definitely get into the two. And what is the basic premise that the both both that both movies share? Uh, I uh, forget got the story of the first one well no no the the one i'm sorry the the premise of both movies so the basic premise uh, okay of both so movies is um, essentially the same basically the hero the main character finds out that his uh his kung fu teacher has been killed in combat mm-hmm. so he returns home and uh, you'll have to elaborate more i guess basically what happens is he suspects foul play and he gets revenge on the people who uh did him wrong right the people being the japanese uh, mm-hmm. because in this timeline uh this takes place during the second or before the second sino japanese war so that was the war between japan and china a little history lesson thing um a little bit of trivia behind uh what is fact and what is fiction i mean everything in this movie is fiction but the master who um bruce lee or and or jet lee's character is avenging is uh is based off a real person uh for what was his name for whatever master master. (laughs) i'm I'm not gonna remember his name but yeah Yeah. um the the master was actually uh based off someone who actually died uh, for similar causes uh, as you see in this movie or both movies and um that character is actually uh, played by Jet Li in the movie <laughs> Fearless, who Zero uh, reminded me um, the connection there. I was like, "Oh shit, you're right." You know, it's a there's a coincidence there. It's like, nope, that was all planned out. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, even though that character is based off someone in in history, uh, Chan Zhan, who is Bruce Lee's character, is completely fictional. Okay, I was curious about that. Yeah, and he's not he's not based off anyone. Um, uh in in you know recent history he is i believe the chan zhan the the character is the last fictional folklore character of modern chinese history the way that i I interpret that and what i mean by that is like you have fictional american folklore characters like uh i don't know um paul bunyan yeah, Paul Ben. I don't know how modern that is, but yeah, like right, like you, you know, you know what I mean, right? You have like these characters that aren't based; they're not real, but like they're inserted into history, right? Yeah, yeah. So this character is, um, you know, he he was created for Fist of Fury, and um, you know, like he was supposed to be completely fictional, but his portrayal in the movie was so iconic for the Chinese audiences that we kind of mythologized. Uh, this character alone and then that's why fist of legend became so you know popular and such right it uh, and just jumping ahead a little bit it seemed like they were trying to build on the mythology a little bit like they were kind of playing to that uh and i don't think this is really spoiling anything like at the end of fist of legends they were kind of telling stories of what chen zen was doing Mm -hmm. because um they were like making this mythology out of uh all these good things he was doing for the Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, he's, he's a, uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I guess he's a martyr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kind of, that's kind well, okay. of a spoiler. That, no, that is a spoiler for sure. <laughs> if and... you look up the definition, then yeah, it's a pretty big spoiler. Right, right. He, he's supposed to be a hero. And that, that's actually, uh, and I think 
I think we should talk about that because that was a decision that was made by Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I know you're the go-to Bruce Lee aficionado after reading his uh, quasi-biography. Um, but Bruce Lee did not... Like, he, he wasn't entirely enthralled with um, uh, the fact that the character was you know, so violent, <laughs> you know, he's basically, really? at least in his version, like he wasn't <laughs> like, uh, in Fist of Fury, and we'll get into that. Um, he, his character, goes on a, a killing rampage. Yeah. That, that's essentially his character. And Bruce Lee wanted there to be some sort of, uh, karma at the end, you know, like, uh, yeah, you, you can't just do this with no re- repercussions. Yeah. Repercussions. Yeah. yeah and the much. ending is a result of that. Like mm-hmm. that was Bruce Lee saying, I want yeah. my character to look up the definition of martyr. <laughs> You'll know what yeah. happens. But you know what? That, that works though, because, um, it just helps to, it, it, it goes towards his character. You know, mm-hmm. he's doing all these things and, and it goes with, I guess the the history yep. of that time period because you can't just you can't just go around beating up the Japanese who were occupying China at the time and right. get out scot free. Right. It was probably the realistic uh, scenario if that actually happened. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's that's a complete difference. Uh, that, I'm sorry, that's the you know polar opposite of Fist of Legends interpretation of the character because he's more sympathetic. And they, well, they portray the villains as more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. So we have a com- completely different sides of, or different interpretations of this story. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I think that's why I liked uh, Fist of Legend a little more mm-hmm. because in Fist of Fury with Bruce Lee, it was a little more um, kind of one-sided. Like the Japanese are evil; right. they're doing this to us. We need to defeat them, you know, because of. Um, you know, we're Chinese. We 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 need we need to show we're not weak, right? So on and so forth. Uh, Fist of Legend. Uh, it what I like that they did with this movie is it's not black and white because um, you find out that Jet Li's character is uh, somewhat romantically involved with a Japanese woman, and so the the sides are not very clear on who's on which side. Mm-hmm. And like he's he's very conflicted because. Does he side with uh, Chinese people who he's fighting with or, you know, his, his love? Right, right. So uh, I, I like that aspect a lot of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's more modernized, right? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to um, they're trying to make it seem more worldly, which is weird because uh, even though we talked about Fissolet Fury, the, the original, uh, you know, which came out in, what, 72, I think? Uh, that, you know, at, at the time that this movie came out, I mean... Uh, and you can understand why the movie is so influential for Chinese audiences because, you know. Uh, so uh, I think Dave Chappelle said it best. Uh, America kind of bombed the hell out of that, bombed the masculinity out of an entire, you know, continent. What? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of true, you know. So, um, you know, Asian masculinity has kind of been, you know, uh, downplayed a lot, you know, especially mm. in American, Western, uh, Western culture. So imagine okay. putting yourself in the shoes of, the 70s right and you see that a lot in in 70s films uh, and 80s films at the time you know like asians are considered you know very you know weak and such right so right. especially china you know they, they just came back from a major war well, maybe like a couple decades earlier but still you know they came back from war and they're kind of you know um they're seen as inferior you know 
So, you know, I can, I can see myself putting myself in the shoes of them and like just being enthralled when you see Bruce Lee destroy that sign and kind of stand for Chinese pride. You know, I get it. But, you know, there's a modern side of me where it's like I want something a little bit more diverse, a little bit more, uh, you know, um, you see it's not all black and white. And that's, that's the thing that Bruce, uh, I'm sorry, Jet Li's version does for me that the original doesn't. Mm-hmm. So we have a little bit of both, you know, like you have to put yourself in the, the shoes of the, the audience um, for the time that it was made. Yeah. And and that's okay because yeah, when Bruce Lee made that movie, it's not like he was trying to think of like, oh, I, I want to try to be diverse and I want to add all these things. I th- I think he was just with with that movie. It's just kind of to the point, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Chinese are not weak. Right. Look what we can do, you know. Like don't think of us as you know like um, these people you can just step on. Like right. you know we're powerful as a as a group too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they decided to make fist of legend they're like okay this is a you know this is a great story let's build upon it now let's let's uh not just make it so uh one-sided against yeah. the japanese it's funny you say that because bruce lee stopped working with the director of this movie Lo Wei, mm-hmm. of his version uh, fist of legend of uh, fist of fury uh he stopped working with him after this because they were just he wasn't a fan of the race element of the movie what do you mean? He, he didn't. Well, he didn't appreciate that the movie was about race. You know, it was a uh, race war. You know, he, yeah, he didn't like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can, I can get it. I mean, maybe you can uh, attest differently, but um, you know, Bruce was all about you know combining, combining the best of everything. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess he wasn't so single-minded to be like, hey, you know, our this race is better than another race. Yeah. So yeah. this whole, I mean, considering he was not full Chinese, mm-hmm. that's understandable how he would not want it wanted to just be like chinese versus japanese you know? right right and you, you can see, see in the movie it, like that it's like completely about a race war is like pretty chinese much versus yeah. japanese mm-hmm. and uh so he just stopped doing it uh movies with this director even though he was with him for the big boss um you know after this he was just like fuck it mm-hmm. uh oh man but, the the characters of the japanese men in this movie are so so over the top um one of the well, they're just straight up villains yeah they're, they're straight up villains and they're they definitely play on that character of uh japanese men at the time mm-hmm. they have um what's it called like one of the senseis of the dojo he's got those circular thick brown glasses mm-hmm. that make his eyes look really small and he's got the mustache <laughs> it's just like oh man fashion like, of the time maybe of the time but you can tell that they were they were trying to make them look kind of silly more japanese more japanese like they were they were trying to make them look visually visually unpleasing as well right and we were talking about all this and surprisingly enough the movie did pretty well in japan really <laughs> yeah that's uh, odd uh, you know with, with all those uh, race things aside you know i guess it was just uh, it spoke to the audiences um and i i will say this is probably my favorite Bruce Lee film. Hmm. It's weird. Uh, he only has like five. Yeah. Like he only has like four and a half, really. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> but more this is probably my favorite of his uh, because, uh, oh God, this is going to sound weird. It's not that it has the best story, but the execution of the story is, is you know, up for debate, but it has the best. Uh, you know, like premise out of all his other movies. Okay. What, what is the that. big boss about? It's about a drug bust. 
what is uh, Enter the Dragon about? It is about fighting tournament. Like this movie has like depth to it, and then that's okay. Yeah. That's one thing I like about this movie that mm-hmm. the other movies don't really have. Um, I mean, it, it it keeps to the point too. I mm-hmm. never felt like they were deviating past this thing where, mm-hmm. you know, we're Chinese, we're strong, and we have to prove it to the Japanese by beating the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> it it it's always going in that direction. Uh, as slow as that that pacing can be, right? Mm-hmm. We're I think we were watching this the other day and we both noticed the the length of the movie yeah it, it, but you know what like it, this is a mo- this is the the time too like i'm i'm not going to um get mad at older films when they feel a little longer that mm-hmm. that's that's just the how it's edited back then yeah I, i'm trying i'm trying to be fair to the movie yeah. right cuz it's mm-hmm. what early 70s and we don't really talk about movies of that time or like that early on and we, we love to but you know bruce lee was the pioneer at the time right so mm-hmm. um but you will notice how slow this movie can be at times <laughs> uh if you go back if you have not seen the movie before uh it uses a much slower pace mm-hmm. which is good for atmosphere at times and other times it just drags on and um but i mean like it i'm trying to be fair to it because it, i know that how prolific this movie is and um in the right mood I can really be in this, real be really into this film because I noticed that on a second viewing after you, you know, just me by myself, mm-hmm. uh, I, I appreciate it a lot more. So I think it was um, more of an experiential thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think for me personally, what ruined it uh, was the dub. I whenever oh, I whenever yeah. I watch movies, uh, and I'm not trying to sound like a snob, I like to try to find the original dialogue because I'm looking at the mouse sometimes, and when I don't see. Mm-hmm. You know, the dialogue matchup, I, I feel a little bit out of it. You know, sometimes there's good dubs, but, you know, 70s dubs. I mean, I think we all know mm-hmm. uh, how that has gone into the, into parody now. Right. So I I can't help but laugh at some of the deliveries sometimes. Well, sound, sound sync wasn't a thing in Hong Kong at the time, right? So we don't have actual sound equipment on set. That compounded with the fact that, uh, you know, like... Even for the original uh, Cantonese speakers, they didn't really, you know, they weren't actually, uh, sorry, for the original Cantonese tracks, you know, that, you know, this film was originally uh, done in, you know, it wasn't their original voice actors. So even people like Bruce Lee, it wasn't himself uh, dubbing over his character. Mm-hmm. It was someone else entirely. So, I thought he did. No, no. I'm it, it, so sure he dubbed his own stuff. Right? No. <laughs> it doesn't sound like him at all if you ever watch any interviews with him you know mm-hmm. uh talking about his philosophies and such uh you, you'll notice his voice is completely different hmm. okay yeah. but uh yeah actually no no okay sorry sorry i meant um dubbing his own cantonese voice oh yeah exactly that too it's not him really? dubbing his own voice hmm, okay. actually it's very rare it's very hard to find a cantonese like any voice recording of bruce lee speaking chinese hmm interesting it's very rare um with the exception of well, I, maybe I misspoke a little bit, but he does do the dub of another character. So Robert Baker uh, in this movie is the supposed Russian guy that he fights at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's his friend. But Bruce Lee does the dubbing for him in, Chi- <laughs> in the Chinese versions. Nice. But he doesn't do the dubbing for himself. I, because uh, it's, I guess yeah. that's more work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that is kind of strange. So speaking of dubbing... Oh, good segue. Uh, I don't know where you're going to go, but right, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, 
so we watched the Dragon Dynasty version mm-hmm. of Fist of Legend, mm-hmm. and I like what they did with the mixing of dubs mm-hmm. in what we watched. So you like that? So it's it's a combination of Japanese, Chinese, and then a little bit of English thrown mm-hmm. in. And uh, I kind of like that whenever Japanese people are speaking, they dubbed in the Japanese voices. When it's uh, Chinese, they have the original Chinese track, and then you you get like sprinkles mm. of British English right. thrown in. I I, I, li- I I personally like that. I usually don't like dubs, mm-hmm. but it felt like well, it makes it, sense, right? Yeah, yeah. If this was a multiracial movie and you actually had people who could speak those languages, it would be like that. I know, right. obviously, yeah. Jet Li can't speak. Japanese. Well, actually, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he can. <laughs> but he was obviously dubbed in Japanese. You no, know, Jet Li speaks Mandarin, so mm-hmm. it wasn't even his voice in the Cantonese. Oh, really? Yeah, of course it oh, wasn't. Yeah, wow, he doesn't know okay. any Cantonese. Mm-hmm. But and also, Jet Li has a really high voice. If you ever noticed that, you know, his voice is not deep at all. Hmm. So, <laughs> okay, I, I I don't know. Yeah, but, I, I couldn't know, attest that. I actually, it's good that you mentioned that for Fist of Legend. I do agree. I, I appreciate that they. Threw in as many languages as they can, and and it makes sense for the characters to know those languages because you're in a colonized nation, right? In the context of the story, that is how it probably should be. Yeah, you're you're in a occupied Shanghai with Japanese people. You have the British as well, and you also have, you know, the Chinese. So it makes sense. However, I think the problem was in the script. Just like the when they cho- when they choose to switch back and forth between languages, mm, okay, is distracting. Okay. It's like one second, literally one second, it's, they're speaking in Japanese and then without cutting, they'll, he'll switch languages and it's completely different voice, completely different language. <laughs> I, I can't pick up talking to. on those distinctions mm. so clearly. So it was, it was okay for me. <laughs> but it, it also depends on the context, right? So she'll speak Japanese to him. She who speak, as in. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the love interest, mm-hmm. uh, the Japanese girl, um, she uh she'll be speaking japanese the entire the entire movie and he'll switch between in certain scenes he'll only speak chinese to her and certain scenes she'll he'll only speak oh really chinese to her i didn't notice that and then i was like okay uh, sure this is okay i guess i'll understand um they somehow have this telepathic communication (laughs) thing Mm -hmm. and then another like this one scene in the movie she tests her i guess because she has to talk to uh billy Chow, no, sorry, not Billy Chow. She has to speak to another character who only speaks Chinese. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she knows Chinese. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where did this come from? Why weren't you talking Chinese the entire movie? Right. I don't... Right. Uh, minor complaint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's break down Fist of Fury uh, plot-wise in a nutshell. And let's, I want to talk about the character. And, you mm-hmm. know, like... Just, just let's just focus on Fist of Fury first, because you know, Fist sure. of Legend's another bag of worms, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Fist of Le- our discussion of Fist of Legend will be a lot shorter because it's just almost like the first movie in terms of story. I would say it's different enough, but it's different enough. Yeah. yeah. So Fist of Fury, like we were talking about, is about you know uh, uh, someone trying to avenge his his master. Very straightforward story. And, um, you know, it, it's just him going around killing people, you know, who are pretty much. Yeah. So it's it's like he finds out someone has killed his master. He goes, he beats up a whole bunch of people in his dojo. Yep. They retaliate. And it's kind of like a back and forth until finally mm-hmm. he 
beats you know, out beats the big him. bad guy. Yeah. yeah, he beats the big bad guy. That yeah. that's pretty much the right. basic story right. of uh, I, Fist I, of Fury. I do want to talk about his character though. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh do you find him kind of arrogant well not arrogant, like just overly aggressive. Maybe maybe hmm. maybe it, it didn't come off that way back then, but I just found him to be just I actually I didn't I didn't think so. Um <laughs> so we, we mentioned this a little bit when we were watching it. Uh one thing I thought was really funny is so it it's it's no surprise to people that Bruce Lee wasn't like the greatest actor. Mm-hmm. He was good at being himself. So they really needed to write roles where he was just kind of who he normally was. Yeah, he was no Macaulay Tolkien. Yeah. <laughs> and so there are many times when people are feeding lines of exposition to him or around him Mm -hmm. and he's just kind of brooding at the camera (laughs) or kind of just you know lamenting something right and i always thought that was kind of funny it was an interesting way to work with an actor who has limited range and i thought that was kind of clever so he his appearance in this film i i feel like they're trying to make him come across as stoic but also Mm -hmm. no no well let me finish. So kind of stoic when he was not fighting, but then he was almost like a loose cannon once he did get angry. Right. Yes. But that's the thing. He, he does just get angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and he can't control his emotions and mm-hmm. he, other characters in the movie will try to subdue him, but you know, it doesn't wor- really work for him. Um, cause he just lets it all out. And I, I think that he doesn't understand consequences because, um, later in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, he, he does, he does warn everyone that the gen, you know, oh my God, it's going you know, sound terrible. Please do not use this out of context. And he, he, you know, the Japanese are not to be trusted. They're going to you know, yeah. hurt you regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like at the ends, the Japanese basically, you know, do something terrible to the entire school mm-hmm. and you know, like they're all like, Oh, Bruce was right. But honestly, it was like that's fun. that's kind of feels like retaliation, right? It's like mm-hmm. you don't know if they they did that because they were uh, you know like they were going to anyways, or it was because Bruce Lee was fucking killing everyone. You know? Yeah, it, like Bruce yeah. Lee's character didn't really seem like he had a concept of consequences. Well, I I will disagree with you there because I think he realizes at the end of the movie, like okay, yeah, I've been doing these things. I need to now own up to the consequences of what's going to happen to me right short-sightedness though <laughs> yeah yeah but i mean then we wouldn't have movie <laughs> right yeah well that's the thing about fist of legend right complete 180 on it um jet lee's character is a lot more humble a yeah. lot more a lot less aggressive mm-hmm. or like far less aggressive he's i will say that with a caveat because the opening scene of fist of legend he does not hold back in fighting people who are kind of antagonizing right, right, him. Right, but they're antagonizing him. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's still kind of self-defense, whereas Bruce Lee's literally going up to people to kill them. Yeah, yeah. To beat them up. <laughs> uh, I mentioned this in, in a previous episode. Like, I, I like Chet Lee a lot as an actor. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and, and I'm not trying to be negative about it, I feel like it's a little unfair because he has a lot of on-screen charisma that... Like, I don't, 
with whatever role I see him in, like I have this feeling like, oh, I, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's got a he's got a face that's just kind of likable. So he could just be doing something stupid. I'm like, ah, I side with him. <laughs> <laughs> like you're watching Lethal Weapon 4. You're like, why is the good guy dying? Yeah, I don't understand like, this. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they made him a dog in another movie. Because uh, <laughs> you're just like, oh, I love dogs. <laughs> he was unleashed. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, like any, like, it, it's weird because like he, for me, he has this really great likable face and then when he's getting angry and he's fighting, I, I, I can't take him seriously sometimes. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I think you know what I mean, right? Like, cause he, he looks angry, but I'm like, oh, when he smiles, eh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, it's, that's weird for you to say that because I actually don't think Jet Li's a great actor, but that's nothing against him. It's just because you know, like he. Well, I wasn't commenting so much on his acting, more mm-hmm. so like uh, his, his uh, presence. His presence, yeah. sure. I think well, I feel that, like he's got really good presence. See, that's the different approaches for these movies, right? So Bruce Lee's version, he's supposed to be menacing. He's supposed to be intimidating because he's 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 a physical menace. Menace because mm-hmm. you know it's it's Bruce Lee. You know, like you yeah. don't want to get into a, a uh, you know. A, you want you don't want to go down a dark alley with Bruce right. Lee, right? Well, it's interesting. Well, Jet Li is not supposed to be like that. Yeah. He's supposed to be humble and, I guess, stoic, like you said. Right, right. Well, the the interesting thing with you saying that with Bruce Lee being menacing, if you notice, like he's the only guy who's kind of taken off his shirt yeah. and just showing how, um, you know, physically his physical presence to right. everybody. Everyone else is fully clothed, and he you're just seeing him. Just showing off his body, like yes, like I work out, like <laughs> I, I can own you. Right, I think that adds to the whole. Oh, the Chinese people are not weak. Look oh, at my yeah, body. Oh, exactly, definitely. <laughs> like he was really just trying to play up to that. Yeah, this is the precur- precursor to all the macho eighties, you know, eighties <laughs> uh, men in um, American action films. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get what they're trying to do here, and you know, for what they, for what it was, they accomplished it. You know? Yeah, and. On the flip side, which I thought was interesting, so we got to see the visual uh, presence of Bruce Lee, where in Fist of Legend, uh, we we got a nice short scene where we see uh, Jet Li doing stuff that's also very physically impressive. He's doing like the finger push-ups. Man, I gotta say, because... Uh, I know because Yun Ping was choreographer for that movie. Mm-hmm. Even though I've been reading up that, that that movie supposedly doesn't use as much wire work for vertical feats. Uh, your your eyes just bulged up, by the way, <laughs> for vertical feats. Okay. You know, like when people are being pulled to the sides. I, I guess you can, you don't count those because they're just to add visual flair. But when you have like things that pull people up, make them fly around the screen, like fly upwards. I mean, that's obviously more distracting because mm-hmm. that's that's what you think of when you think wire foo mm-hmm. but in that training sequence where jet lee is like doing one arm pull-ups you can you can very easily tell that it's not him really doing it mm-hmm. and, and i mean like it, it's fine like they're trying it, it actually kind of, kind of found it funny because I, I it feels like it's cheesy mm-hmm. it's intentionally campy it's like oh yeah do you think he you i feel like he could do that no it wasn't him <laughs> calisthenics guy here like if he was really doing it his leg wouldn't be over here mm-hmm. where his arm was over here like mm-hmm. that's not where your weight distribution is right you know um and but then like even looking at him doing the one arm pull up the one arm push up uh i, I can I, I see i can 
can visually see the mm-hmm. like gravity being lifted up around his waist as he's yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't properly centered. Yeah, yeah. right. So to, to it's do too that. easy yeah. for him. Like, like mm-hmm. there's no, there doesn't look like there's any sort of strain. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not trying to downplay Jet Li's athleticism, but you mm-hmm. know, they, I, it's intentionally campy. They're trying to play for the character. You're not supposed to just buy it uh, in terms of uh, the realis- realism there. Mm-hmm. But I will say. This is, this is my really bad transition into this. <laughs> sure. Um, I want to talk about the, uh, the, the impact. Is that the word I'm looking for? The physicality of the fighting in both movies. Mm-hmm. One particularly for Fist of Fury. Bruce Lee, when he kicks someone on screen, even when it doesn't connect, I buy it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you agree or not? So I was... Are we gonna get into the fights? Yes, I, was kind I of would whole... love to. Um, sure. But we can we can circle back to the character stuff. But I, sure, sure. But I think like I mean that's the whole point of our show, right? Okay. <laughs> so. Right, right. Well, I wasn't sure if we were gonna delve in now. So uh, these are two very different movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I like both movies for different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Fist of Legend a lot for its story, mm-hmm. and I like the characters a lot. Right. I did not like a lot of the fight scenes, almost all of them. I was really? actually wow. really didn't like. So I have specific reasons mm-hmm. for that. Um, Here's Johnny. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Indigestion, diarrhea, no, upset stomach, diarrhea. Right, Mark, since you fucking interrupted (laughs) me, uh, upted us before, you need to uh, continue from our ad break. (laughs) Get Papa John. No. (laughs) Well, Mark is with us now, so we're we're talking about... um, the fights. Well, we were talking about the fights. Yeah, we kind of brushed up on the, the plot and the characters and stuff. I want to circle back to that later, but yeah. So we're now talking about uh, why Zero did not like... Oh, Fist of Legends. Fist of Legends yes, fights. Yes, man. Which is funny. So, uh, now this is... this is um, Maybe this is not so much on Yun Mo Ping, although I, I'm not too crazy about um, his 90s movies. Uh, I didn't like the choice to use a lot of speed ramping. Oh, in, you noticed that fights. too. <laughs> I I got really annoyed at that because yeah. I know it's how... It's so obvious. Yeah, and that almost ruined all mm-hmm. the fights for me. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that I could see that they were intentionally cutting frames to make it a little bit faster, mm-hmm. I, I started uh, not being able to focus on the choreography because mm-hmm. I was just getting annoyed at them speeding right. it up. Right. And it kind of ruined all the fights for me, unfortunately. But it's kind of like a safe bet uh for uh a director's uh, perspective or something it's like okay we're gonna do this this works and like people enjoy shorter. it as, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by what like 30 frames yeah, <laughs> yeah it I, I was i was pretty upset by that because i know they're you know I, we know jet lee is fast we know he's capable <clears> of it so this is the point i want to make about that since you mentioned it um the the reason why I've gone to the segue, Mark, was because um, I do like the choreography in Fist of Fury mm-hmm. because even when Bruce Lee doesn't connect his hits, you feel the impact. 
even though this predate this predates uh fistal legend by like two two decades right, right. Mm-hmm. but it's bruce lee muscle he, bone sinew kind of like forcefulness yeah, yeah, like sweat glistening need, all of that he shit. doesn't need fancy choreography he yeah. kicks one person once in the face you believe it. yeah it's, mm. it's framed in a way to make him look powerful too. yeah yeah we even have that slow-mo shot of him punching that guy in the gut and it's all it's just one punch but it sells it right yeah, I, I know yeah. we laughed at it but also you're like you kind of believe it mm-hmm. whereas Jet Li, it's all speed no power there's that's, a lot of there's a lot of wire not a lot there there is a lot of wire assistance going on when people are getting kicked off screen <laughs> oh my god that really yeah <laughs> the the, I, the best way that i feel about um what you were saying will about like the impact where he's all power jet lee mm-hmm. is all power wait, wait uh, jet lee's all power or bruce lee's all power no, jet, no, bruce no, lee's no. all power <sighs> jet lee's all speed <laughs> no 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 so um he he's like a composed character that comes into the scene you know he starts fighting or or whatnot and he seems very calm has a calm demeanor mm-hmm. um he's fighting somebody and he's like you said ramped up speed wise um you know and then he's very forceful and you can see the impact of his the post impact of his punches not the actual impact of the punches themselves right that's uh, a disconnect for yes us. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but what I'm trying to say is that even his face, mm-hmm. his demeanor, his facial expression, when you have him punching somebody, he's always calm. I think there was only like one or two times in the whole movie where he's actually, inc- um, at least for the first three quarters of the film, right. where he's actually yelling angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he looks Jet so composed. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he's he, so composed. He doesn't. He's actually pretty he's OP, OP yeah. the whole movie until the end, where he right. actually starts to get fatigued. Mm-hmm. Right, and weirdly enough, the that fight, that fight particularly, it drags on and oh, on God. and yeah. on. Uh, <clears throat> I, and, and that throws me off because mm-hmm. in one of the scenes where he's confronting um, all of these um, karate. Uh, students, the black belts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, well, this well, is students, but, yeah, in, right. in the beginning of the film, mm-hmm. right, right. Um, when he first uh, defeats the master mm-hmm. or whatever, um, yeah. and then he just walks away. But like he makes this uh, expression of just like pure hate in one quick like two second cut, like as if he's like punching the crap out of them. His mm-hmm. mouth is yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like fure rage, and then the next scene or the cut is him just calm, like, as if he's, like, Buddha. And I'm just like, this does not work. It's uh, not only the punches, um, the power, the speed are all disconnected, but then you have his actual demeanor also disconnected throughout the film. Right. Well, yeah, like, that's the problem with the last fight, too. Jet Li has been overpowered throughout the whole movie, and at the end, he's... He's kind of met his match, right? Someone who's just Which is essentially good. a tank. Yeah, because Which he, can he, be good. Mm. <laughs> well, it's good that he's not just easily disposing of the final boss. Right. Well, his method of defeating the final boss. I don't even know how he actually does it. I do not is, know either. <laughs> yeah, he just wins. Um, and that's that's one thing that I guess we don't talk about enough, but it's kind of a uh, important point to bring up, right? So when you have a fight where one character is losing and he doesn't know why you want to you as an audience member you want to know what strategy or tactic or what he's done differently to win yeah and i don't really know how he won at the end he just wins mm-hmm. well he won by throwing three more kicks than, oh, yeah. than the other yeah. right and it, yeah so that's the thing um <laughs> uh, Lee's way more flashy than bruce lee is in his movie mm-hmm. and that's and well that's Another thing, um, 
Bruce Lee is overpowered, and that can be a problem since we're talking about it. Uh, that's actually a, a problem I used to have with Bruce Lee's films. It's uh, entertainment-wise, Bruce Lee's fucking in, unbeatable. Like, yeah. like in every movie, he's he basically defeats the enemy in the most anticlimactic way. Not because it's you know um, not that that's the shit on Bruce Lee. It's just because he's so good. Like you can't buy it at all when he's losing. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I kind of liked about Jet Li's version at the end, but but then it drags on too much and it makes Jet Li seem less competent <laughs> as a fighter. Mm-hmm. So it's like there was no balance. It's like either the character's too good or he's not good enough. To what you were saying about uh, Bruce Lee, like when he's losing, it's unbelievable in some situations. Well, when Jet Li in some situations is winning, it's unbelievable <laughs> in the context of fighting the Japanese master mm-hmm. because the oh. height and mass difference between the two, first of all, on like uh, just comparing them is so different mm-hmm. where it's just like, I, I get it. He's OP, but it's it's a bit much. Like right. it just doesn't feel right. Something's off right away. You mean uh, Billy Chow? Billy Chow will be playing the main villain at the end. The Japanese guy. <laughs> there's, there's a couple Japanese guys in the movie. I don't know if you know about that. Um, I, I I can see what your point is. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, he, he's supposed to be a tank, right? He's not. He's yeah. all his. Uh, all he does in the movie. Well, I wouldn't is call just, him a tank. He's actually very formidably fast too. He's a fast. Tank. He's just very. He's just more powerful. Yeah, he's a light bulky. tank. Yeah. He destroys all those uh, dried up mud puddles, uh, mud rocks, just just mud. Yeah, and he, <laughs> and he um, you know, slams nails into wooden boards, similar <laughs> yeah. to how the uh, the white guy does. Robert in, Baker, yeah, in um, Fist of Fury, who right. who kind of pushes them in. Yeah, but in uh, the Fist of Legend version, he kind of hammers them in with his palm. Right, you have to elevate what the original did, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Um, so I just wanted, I wanted to go back to Fist of Fury. Uh, Fury a little bit. So this movie actually has less fight scenes, in mm-hmm. like a lot less. Right. And um, for me, they were a lot more visually memorable. Really? Um, okay. So when Jet... Uh, sorry. It's I'm, like, it's like yeah. they picked and choose. So Yun Byu. So when Yun Byu first... <laughs> when Jet... When Bruce Lee first uh, goes to the, I guess, the Japanese dojo... Uh-huh. And he's fighting. This is the one-on-many fight, which I'm usually very against <clears throat> because it's very generally unbelievable, mm-hmm. unless you're running around through obstacles and whatnot. But uh, I would, I will say, cinematically, uh, I liked it a lot more because we get that awesome shot where the camera is very high up, looking down on them. Right. All the Japanese students have encircled him. And he just has his arms yeah. spread out, and they're all very uh, concerned, like, oh, what's this guy going to do? Yeah. And the camera is just lingering as they're circling. It's very, very cinematic. You, you, get you, a, you, mem- you remember that. Right. You mm-hmm. get a small homage to that in Fist of Legend, but it's not as cinematic. It's just, it's just a straightforward right. shot of uh, Jet Li being surrounded by the, you know, by the villains. But it's very short, and you'll, you can't, if you've seen the original... You know, if you watch these two movies back to back, you'll notice it's like, oh, okay, I guess the shot's kind of reminiscent of that. Um, but I know what you're talking about. I, it, I guess there, it's visually, it's more clear, um, mm-hmm. for better or for worse, because you do notice a lot of the background putties, you know, darting yeah. back and forth a lot in this. Yeah, in the that, that's un- when you do one versus money fights, that's always going to happen. You're going to see people standing around unless you somehow made people like get out of frame. And right. 
you can't do that because they set it up that he's encircled by all these students. So can I mention, okay, I want to mention for those who don't really understand like the, the difference in style that Bruce Lee has with, as opposed to any other on-screen martial artist ever, even to this day. Bruce Lee's not a elaborate choreography kind of guy. Like, yeah, he has choreography, but and what I mean, what I mean by that, sorry, that that's not. I don't mean anything negative by that. I mean Bruce Lee's very strong. <laughs> like he's he's all about efficiency. He's not about like these uh, flashy extensive, eh, flashy. You know, like you punch me, I punch you, I block this, and you block you you throw this mm-hmm. uh, counter and such. Like Bruce Lee's all about. I punch you in the stomach and you're fucking out. You know, like he does that a lot in this fight. Um, it's like cinematography that is most relatable to real life. Uh, in uh, in, in this, what I mean by that is it, it's not choreography, choreography for the sake of cinematic fantasy of just mm-hmm. like showing what martial right. arts could be or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's actually yeah. the closest to a street fight that you could possibly uh, get. Uh, yeah, while keeping it entertaining yes, on screen, right? Exactly. So that's, that's important for... Uh, Bruce Lee, right? Like he wants to right. keep it visually appealing, but also he's not going to throw five kicks at a guy because one kick from Bruce Lee is yeah. going to kill you. It's kind of funny because in Fist of Legend, mm-hmm. Jet Li t- touches upon that. You know, like mm-hmm. what's what's the best way to fight when he's speaking with the Japanese master? Yeah. They're, they're getting to like what are the essentials of a fight, right. which I See, thought was kind of funny because that movie goes against <laughs> what they're pretty much talking about. Right. And that's Yun Wuping's philosophy. He He's more of like the flashy style yeah, of martial yeah. arts. And, and that's okay. And that, that goes that's... against with Jet Li's, or with character at least. Yeah, yeah. See, like Bruce Lee's character is a little more consistent with that because like in that fight that you're talking about before, or all the fights, mm-hmm. he essentially just punches a guy once and that guy's like, he's dizzy. He, he's dizzy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, It goes to his power yeah. and then it goes to his efficiency. Right. And then, uh, thankfully, it changes it up by him pulling nunchakus out of his asshole. No, no. If you watch it again, if you watch it oh, again, sorry, that actually happens later in the in the <laughs> last one. Yeah. yeah, he does put he does literally pull nunchucks out of his ass. But <laughs> you, you are correct. In in this scene, he he pulls him off like a like somewhere. a gi that's on the floor. He just yeah. He just yeah. You, if you blink, you'll miss it. Like right, right, right. Pulls it. I love how Bruce Lee himself was not the biggest fan of the nunchucks. No, he was. Well, he, he well he was he he was a fan of incorporating different things, and mm-hmm. he saw how visually distinctive they were, so he incorporated them. Okay, maybe I misspoke, but he wasn't a fan of taking on a guy with a katana, which he does several times in this movie. This fight, another yeah, the nunchucks. He does it again in another fight, and then at the final boss mm-hmm. also has a katana, and he's using nunchucks against him against him he's like that's the most ineffective thing to defend against a giant knife mm-hmm. well yeah but it's better than nothing mm-hmm. right they right. should have they should have given him something else but if he was just fighting hand to hand with a mm-hmm. knife yeah, you're gonna lose yeah. <laughs> like stop it don't don't mm-hmm. like have your arms flailing around making us think that you can block it well, he right. does do that a little well, bit. that's what i mean yeah. that's what he does <laughs> um yeah uh we have we do have a lot of fights Sorry, no, not a lot. But whatever the fights are in Fist of Fury, it's mostly with Bruce Lee in it, right? But there's one one fight in the movie that doesn't have him in it. It's this all-out brawl I between like the two this schools. fight a lot. I, I, I thought they, they visually did it right. There so, is always 
fighting on screen. There's always something happening. Right. What's the problem we have sometimes with brawls? Um, it, it can either be a lot of people standing in the background doing nothing, or there's just too much chaos and you can't tell what's mm -hmm. happening. It's Whereas weird. this finds a happy medium. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on, but somehow they compose they visually compose it in a way that you can actually see everything so if you decide that you don't want to look in the foreground you can kind of look at the background and see what's going on there or even further mm -hmm. it's very nice and then they break it up with little moments for certain characters to, to get their own little moves yep. and then you'll go back to the big brawl stuff yeah it's uh it's short and sweet yeah we have like scenes with like Nora Mao uh in it um you know like she's the, the, I guess the love interest of this movie, mm -hmm. um, throwaway character. She's like essentially not useful to this at all. Yeah, um, yeah. Her character could have been written out as to where um, Fist of Legend, her the love interest was actually you know pretty essential to the character. Yeah, well, uh, this brawl scene was actually not choreographed by uh, Bruce Lee. It's kind of his respect for the choreographer. Um, who they did have for this who was the villain of the big boss um you know because they did the movie together so they're like hey you you do this uh, fight scene since i'm not even in it you know might as well make it more of like the traditional like everyone does fancy choreography thing which makes sense because bruce lee's fighting style is so different from everyone else yeah. more distinct mm -hmm. more well it's weird because this this doesn't seem really flashy at all like there are you know some <laughs> there's a few moments where uh i, I think it's like the japanese uh, sensei from the dojo is coming in and he's literally pushing people aside and they're <laughs> and they're flying away because i, I think the guy's gonna be bothered he's like oh yeah he's doing like these weak-ass karate chops but it's but it's okay because there's so much going on on screen yeah. like it's i'm not distracted yeah, just by get that. to the point essentially exactly right? yeah um <laughs> let's do the comparison between this and the all-out brawl in Fist of Legend. I okay. See, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. uh, choreography wise, I mean, ni neither one are. Oh, I don't want to shit on them, but I think Le Fist of Legends uh, was a little bit more um, motivationally driven than this one, where it just feels like I because like yeah, watching okay. Fist of Legends mm -hmm. version, like you understand why they're why they're you know the japanese are attacking the school like yeah. you understand both it, sides it be, well that's i think that just goes to the fact that uh, fist of legend has the more interesting story because yeah, it's yes. not so black and white um jet lee goes there and you know beats everybody up but uh it it provokes them to now retaliate and but you understand oh we some guy just came here we don't know who he is now we got to go and fight back right so it, mm -hmm. it's it, this back and forth that's going on but you understand why mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right right and that's that's the thing i i, I kind of agree with you with fist of legends choreography or the fight in general the fights in general they're they're not spectacular but no i mean what but I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I toggle back and forth because, like, yes, like they, they overstay their welcome sometimes, mm -hmm. but I don't think they're terrible. I think they're pretty good sometimes. Um, yeah, and, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, uh, and to, I mean, this inspired the Wachowskis to fucking like hire uh, Yun Wu Ping. Oh, or, is this the movie yeah, that they this saw? This was what okay. inspired them. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I can see it. You know, like watch it again. Like I see a lot of uh, athleticism and a lot of amazing choreography here. However, all the fight scenes. Uh, can last too long and I, I don't buy a lot of it sometimes it's, they 
because you know you're in ping it's wire work there's a lot of it in there and it's distracting right um so the just to, just to touch on the wire work stuff a little bit with uh fist of legend i think for me personally why it takes it out takes me out of it is because uh it it feels like the movie's supposed to be grounded in reality there's no mysticism going on but then you have characters who are kicking you and you're going like 30 feet right it, it's it's breaking that line of realism right but when too Bruce many Lee does it you believe it yeah. <laughs> see uh, there's a at the end of vista fury right the final boss i know we're doing uh, okay it. yeah yeah. I know he kicks about. the he kicks the main villain out of the like basically out of the house <laughs> yeah like yeah. across the garden and he lands even though that looks crazy mm-hmm. i can kind of buy it i i was uh, I, i'm okay with stuff like <laughs> by that the way that was jackie by the way that he kicks yeah oh yeah i forgot jackie chan mm-hmm. was in this movie yeah. That was Jackie. That uh, everyone talks about or yeah, like yeah, yeah. gifts that that uh that moment where uh, Jack, uh, Bruce Lee snaps Jackie's neck and Enter the Dragon, but no one ever talks about this. Like mm-hmm. Jack, that was Jackie who gets kicked, gets sent flying sent across, across the, the screen. Room. Yeah, um, I'm okay with this moment because there weren't too many other moments of it mm-hmm. in um, Fist of Fury, mm-hmm. and then this is this is the final blow. So you, you, when you cap it off. You go, you go a little big. You don't, right. you know, like you can go over the top, but I, I felt like this was, this was okay. It wasn't too much. Right. I mean, it wasn't him swinging around two dummies and then tossing <laughs> them across the room, which he does earlier. A little silly, but uh, it, it's very fast and I, I forget. They do that. that in Fist of Legend too. Yeah. Well, they don't swing it around, but you know, when someone gets kicked and They're they get sent dummies. across the room, like, I wonder why he's so lifeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I believe it when Bruce Lee does those uh, physically, like, almost impossible kind of movements where it's like he, he will catapult someone, like, 20 feet across the room and such. Like, I believe that. Or when... Well, some- because we knew he could do that. Right. But, okay. So, the problem with Fist Legends, I guess, if I have to nitpick, is that, you know, like we were talking about before, like, Jet Li his character is essentially the same in terms of his philosophy, right? He's just borrowing a lot from that and also different elements from different Bruce Lee films. Like I noticed a little bit from like Way of the Dragon, a little bit from, um, well, actually just mostly yeah. <laughs> Way of the Dragon, just uh, Bruce Lee's philosophy in general. Like you, you notice that Jet Li changes stances. He goes into a more boxing kind of like, Ooh, like I footwork. Want, I wanted to touch on that, but yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, so he takes that on and it has it's not a direct... Uh, reference to Fist of Fury. It's just referencing Bruce Lee because, you know, Bruce Lee's Bruce Lee. And um, and just to wrap this up real quickly, like he his character is supposed to be an extension of Bruce Lee, but the way he fights sometimes doesn't feel consistent. So like when he when he's fighting someone, he, he's not knocking them out in one kick. I don't I'm like, what? Like, I don't understand this. And especially at the end when he's fighting this monster Mm-hmm. And all of his hits are ineffective. I found that really, really jarring. Well, I it's think like, that goes back to the fight choreography then. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're not trying, you know, maybe they're channeling mm-hmm. the character of Bruce Lee. But when it comes to the fight, you know, it's Yoon Mo Ping, mm-hmm. you know, choreographing that stuff. Right. He's not going to be like, okay, one hit and, <laughs> and the guy's, you know, the guy's out. Yeah, yeah. It, it's unfortunate. I, but unfortunate, but also uh, it good because it makes it distinct. Jet Li's character is very different from Bruce Lee's, mm-hmm. and 
all the philosophy stuff kind of gets in the way, you know, because they kind of try to borrow all of Bruce Lee's mentalities. Like, doesn't matter what what kind of style you're using, as long as it's effective, which works sometimes. But also that whole oh whatever he has this whole spiel in the middle of the movie where he's he's talking to the other students of the school, telling them that their ways are like archaic, and he says like you know, your, your, your attacks have no power. What you need to do is do this and you can knock the other guy out. Meanwhile, fucking, he's like getting his ass whooped at the end. <laughs> right. You know, but using al- that same mentality. But also he, uh, many fights throughout the film, he's like, I'm using so-and-so's style when mm-hmm. actually fighting a boss figure mm-hmm. in the film and he's not deviating from that style. Yeah. So Which it's is just not like, Bruce Lee at it doesn't all. make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, it's like a, a child who's trying to figure out, you know, what works, what doesn't, but sticking to his... Or, you know, his culture or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I'm used to this. The, you know, this is nostalgic for me. This is what works. That makes me feel good. But is it effective necessarily? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Right. You know, so he's like transitioning. Like the movie is almost a transition for him. But they kind of never even um, give you the satisfaction at the end of being like, well, he grew up here at the end. Mm, okay. Well, if that makes sense. <laughs> it kind of makes sense. No, I, th- I think I know what you're talking about, though. Bruce Lee's version... He's like his all his emotions are on his sleeve, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, I was about to say Donnie. Uh, <laughs> see, <Jet>. see? Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> confuse names. Gently, uh, he's more. Um, I don't want to say layered because that sounds pretentious, but you know, like he he's he's more humble. Well, his character is a little more layered. I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, and and that's uh, he's humble on the surface, inside. Well, he's like an the angry choreography. Teenager. Uh, but sometimes the martial arts gets lost in there and, you know, like if you're not keen on it, you, you can, you can get kind of confused. This is, we're talking about Bruce Lee. Like he's, uh, a, a stand-in for Bruce Lee. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you believe that Bruce Lee has all this power, Jet Li doesn't necessarily like, it's like, he's supposed to be a, a different interpretation of the character. Right. So he doesn't have to be completely one of one-to-one to what Bruce Lee was. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the choreography doesn't stay consistent with that. Yeah. No, you're you're right. Uh, I and I just going back to it. I think it's the decision of the fight choreographer, right. like him wanting to do the fights his way. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just of the times too. You know, they're not going to just do it how Bruce Lee did it. Right. So there's one thing I wanted to touch upon. Uh, one of the few fights I did like in mm-hmm. Fist of Legend is when uh jet lee fights um tang who's who who is the his his brother friend from the school oh uh you mean the master's son yes yeah right right mm-hmm. uh so there's a great moment where um, so this fight does not exist in the original in fact yes. that character doesn't exist in the original uh no no i think the character is there but he he has like the much smaller role in the mm. original okay so um what's happening is now um Basically, uh, his his brother character is like, well, you can't be with this Japanese woman and be at the school at the same time. You know yeah. that you know we're at war with Japanese, mm-hmm. pretty much. So like, you got to choose. If you beat me, you know you can be the master. If I win, you got to leave. Mm-hmm. And so they fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I really liked in this move in this fight scene is that uh, Jet Li starts adopting the boxing. Uh, the boxing stance and style where he's kind of hopping around. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this was almost a debunking of that. Mm, so, you remember, you so you remember in Way of the Dragon, everyone says, oh, 
Bruce Lee beat Chuck Norris because he he changed his stances. He mm-hmm. he became a little more fluid yeah. Yeah. and he was became a little more bouncy. Right. So Jet Li adopts this. Yes. He starts They borrow that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they borrow from that movie. He starts hopping around and he starts winning. Mm-hmm. But then you notice the brother starts counting his hops mm-hmm. and he realizes that he is now mm-hmm. putting himself on a timing. Right. So when he jumps off the one foot he then goes in for the attack and he's able to get him right so i thought that was a really interesting way that they uh, maybe not debunk like a, a way to combat that sort of strategy yeah they're not showing it's just black and white right there's exactly. always a yeah. way to beat someone else which i now now you put it that way that makes sense and i could appreciate that uh, there, I don't know. there is no superior style there right. is no superior move there is no superior let's call it timing or stance or bounce Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's just in the moment, what you're thinking, what is the counter? Um, And then you have to figure that out. And as long as you can figure that out and you don't keep it the same, then you will be the winner. And you just keep changing it. Is that how Jet wins at the end? Well. He wins because tenacity? What is it? He just wins because he's just a better fighter. I I think ultimately he won because he was the better fighter. Yeah. But I I like that moment. the protagonist. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just because it's a Chinese movie and the Chinese guy had to win. They're both Chinese. What are you talking about? But yeah, he... He beats him because he is indeed the better fighter. But I liked that the, you know, his brother character was able to realize like, oh, he changed up his style and now he's noticing his new technique. This is my weird transition to the fight that Jet Li has with the Japanese uncle. Okay. The love interest uncle. Um, Almost feels like another angle at what you were just talking about, like adapting different styles. So uh, it starts off with uh, Jet Li kind of underestimating his uh, his opponent because he's much older. But the other guy has this magical ability to jump 50 feet in the air and turn to a stunt double uh, and kick him. Yeah, but everybody has that more, ability. <laughs> and become a lot more nimble. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like so in this fight, again, the, the original doesn't have this. Um, the opponent has... The, he like he's constantly questioning what Jet Li's fight philosophy is, right? And you know, whenever he notices Jet Li changes or tries a different style, he'll also imitate that style and try his methods. Um, we have some pretty good little moments in the mo- uh, in these fight scenes uh, that I really appreciate. Like, there's one s- moment where uh, Jet Li tries to throw it, perform a judo throw on the the, the uncle. And the uncle just puts his hand over um, over his, what is that, uh, lower back. Mm-hmm. And that just completely negates all the momentum that he was going to have. Yeah. I thought that was incredibly clever and it was mm-hmm. shot so well. Um, you know, like, even if you're not martial, martial-minded, is that the way to want to describe martial arts? Say, savvy. I thought yeah. you were going to say Marshall Mathers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Uh, Spaghetti. If you're, if you're not... <laughs> If you're not uh, so binnies, <laughs> <laughs> even if you're not fight savvy, like you can understand it visually, uh, like oh, it, it's conveyed so well that like even someone who's not he's a complete novice in fighting, like they understand like why he did that, like mm-hmm. it negates all the momentum. It happens later in the movie too, where um, he's fighting the general and the general is about to break his back and he negates like Bane. all. <laughs> yeah, like Bane does the the back break, but he negates all that by hooking his arm around his neck mm-hmm. and just throwing him throwing him down 
don't think that's very practical, but mm. you, it makes sense. Yeah. You know? Um, but before, <laughs> before I got to this tangent, uh, this fight, like, both of those characters were adopting different styles. And, you know, like, it, it didn't seem like they had... They always felt like they were on even ground. You know, like they were, even though they were trying like different things, like they're just equal fighters. And we also established Jet Li's uh, humility again because he won't take down someone who's handicapped. You know, had that moment where they put yeah. on the blindfolds because mm -hmm. he knows that the opponent can't see. Um, a little character building moments. You have a lot more of that uh, in this movie, even though it might not be consistent sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, were you what were you saying, Zero? Well, oh, I was going to say, I, I liked a lot of stuff about uh, this fight when he fights the older man, as uh -huh. you said, because they're technically on equal ground because Jet Li is a younger, I guess, more powerful fighter, but uh, the uncle is the older but more experienced fighter. So it, it's an interesting clash between uh, physicality mm -hmm. between the two people. And then I like that they kind of share philosophies at mm -hmm. the end like jet lee starts spouting like well this is what i believe and uh the older more experienced fighter a as it usually goes will will challenge that and offer more insight mm -hmm. like well what if you thought about it like this right. and, he, and and it opens his mind which i thought was a which it was a nice character moment right well um i <laughs> can't believe they kept on using that stunt double <laughs> <laughs> i really can't because it, it's just uh yeah, you know, I do appreciate it because uh, Karada, who plays the um, the, the uncle, um, he's an actual, I believe, Aikido uh, black belt. Um, you know, like you can believe it, like when he's throwing his punches and kicks. There, he was, I, I, kinda, I mean, I mean, you're joking about the use of the stunt double, but there are a lot of moments where he's clearly fighting Jet Li. Yeah, in, yeah, in I, I appreciate that. It, it's because they do the more fantastical yeah. stuff, like f jump these weird jump kicks and throws that obviously the older actor can't do. Right, and I kind of didn't want that. I kind of, I just yeah, I a little bit more subdued. It's yeah, like, he can I, fight. Just I take it wish down this was a more grounded fight because mm -hmm. he's an older man. Because yeah. we we spoke about it before in other episodes. Oh, hey, look, it's the old man fighting. Oh, we can't see his face. Yeah, stunt double. Well, also, uh, how do we? I, I talked about it in Ninja Assassin of all episodes. I, I like the way that they did it at the end because he's an old man. He's not gonna do these absurd flips and stuff but he will still kick your ass because yeah. he doesn't need to do all those things exactly i, I just kind of wish more movies did that when they have the old man character he'll just beat you because he's more experienced mm -hmm. he doesn't need to do all these fancy moves and they're I more agree. menacing as a result of that yeah i completely agree with that so now i know when i'm 80 i can still do my backflips and stuff mm -hmm. yeah. well just hire the stunt double <laughs> <laughs> suddenly i have hair yeah. um speaking of hair did anybody else think that the villain in uh Fist of Fury was looked like Willy Wonka. I thought you were about to pull your pants down for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Willy Wonka, what? Wait, the final yeah. Guai Lo guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the, the super curly hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, if you put a hat on any curly haired man, you're going to think Willy Wonka. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was on, I don't know, just like too similar. And that's all I could think about. So I couldn't take him seriously throughout <laughs> the fighting at all. Um,. So, Mark, we were talking about, since we kind of techni technically tackled all the, the fight scenes, we are talking about the plot differences and the character differences. A lot. Yeah. yeah you like thing. plot? Well, I mean, if you're talking about one plot, you kind of talked about the other one, too. Kind of. Ooh, you know what I liked about Fist of Legend? 
is Jet Li was a sex machine. Uh, oh yeah, that one trial. <laughs> he, yeah, he he's his girlfriend is under oath and saying that they fucked all night long. <laughs> I like sex, so that's <laughs> that, that's why I like this scene. <laughs> <laughs> good thing yeah yeah. Uh, yeah we have more character building moments he, like Jet Li's character is more um, he's almost the opposite of, of of what he was in Bruce Lee's because I think he was the most racist character in the original he thought he was racist Jet Li yeah. Je- Bruce Lee uh, Bruce Lee was far more was, racist I didn't feel than, like he was racist I felt like um, he's more nationalistic yeah, sure. yeah, definitely more nationalistic. I felt like he wasn't racist. It was more because of what they were doing to him. Mm-hmm. So right. obviously he had to retaliate. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say he just uh, hated Japanese people for no reason. Who are we talking about again? <laughs> Bruce Lee. Sorry. Bruce Lee. Okay, yeah, okay. Bruce Lee. So see, Yen. I thought Jet Lee. You see, this is how confusing see, if you don't specify. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I keep bringing up Donnie Yen because he was... He was he was uh, in the second... Uh, he was in the sequel for Fist of Legend. And he was also in the TV show, but the TV show has nothing to do with the, the right. sequel. That does fucking. Uh, There's a lot. The yeah. names like will be missing an S or something, and all of a sudden it's yeah. slightly yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, I, I think they're the characters are so different, and uh, you know. But like I'm that. but I'm okay with that. Like I said, this this is how you do. A remake. Mm-hmm. You, know, you take what's you modernize. You, you modernize it. You you take the basic story. Anything that's good, you keep. Anything that's bad, you don't. And then you just build upon it. Yeah. And I thought sure. they did that very well mm-hmm. in Fist of Legend. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, and the the plot's more like less one sided in Fist of Legend. And I, you would think that I'm almost a hundred percent on the side of Fist of Legend. Uh, if I had to pick a side, um, but it's you not mean so if, black and you white. mean if we're choosing movies? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's almost not fair because it's yeah. it's much harder to you have to be more lenient to the older movies because mm-hmm. one they they set well this set actually the you know the story is you know, up and mm-hmm. Vista Legend built upon it so you know it has something to live off of, but um, but yeah, like if you're in terms of entertainment value. They both have their. Are we making recommendations? Yeah, yeah. Already? So this is coming into the no, we're like, which one do you like? Which one would yeah, you recommend? Like, no, okay, I mean, so, like, there's more you want to talk about, but I like honestly, this is like the whole point of this yeah, discussion. Like, we're there's not much. Well, usually we wrap it up with that. So sure, I'm, sure. I'm wondering if that's where we're going. Is there anything else yeah. we want to talk about in terms of the choreography? Because I think that's what. Uh, well, I guess we can talk about that a little bit more if you want. Well, uh, I mean, like I said, like with Fist of Legend, uh, it. I didn't like a lot of it because of the speed ramping. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is indeed very good choreography like throughout, mm-hmm. but because that visual like tick for me, <laughs> yeah. it, like I, I, I wouldn't recommend it because of that. Like mm-hmm. I think the general public won't notice, mm-hmm. but because we we watch these things a lot, and then I'm also nitpicking. <clears throat> I, I can see the frames are being cut. Yeah, and they're trying to sell. They try to sell Jet Li's power uh, with some of those kicks, his sidekicks, and uh, the mm-hmm. trademark Bruce Lee. You know, kicks are incredibly powerful. You can slow those down, and you can still feel the power. Whereas, in order for you to, you know, for it to feel convincing when Jet Li does it, they need to speed it up, and they also need to take. Do you think that's the case? Do you think they sped it up, and they had the guy on wires 
being pulled yes. off screen. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so it does not feel convincing at all. And you mm. can, and it's funny, you you can tell the difference. Uh, you can tell that some moments are being sped up, not only by how fast they're moving, but by the movement of their fabric. Oh yeah, look, look at look at look in the look in the background too. Mm. How things are moving, like mm -hmm. they look unnatural. Like yeah. there's sometimes things waving or yeah. or just. Just, yeah, you, you, mean, you see the speeds. You mean that Japanese maple wasn't real with those fake leaves <laughs> falling? <laughs> oh man, uh, did we talk about that in the the final fight? That that fight goes on forever. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my things too. Like the the fight and uh, going kind of back to what we were talking about before, with magnificent butcher. Like you can have great choreography, but it sometimes if it just keeps on going on on, mm -hmm. you're like, where does it end? Like show <laughs> show me something different, show me something new, or just you know. Put put a pin in it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even though you and I kind of had different opinions on that, but mm -hmm. no, I, I can see what you mean though. Uh, even I felt the length on this one. That final fight kept on going because what ends up happening whenever you have these final fights where the protagonist can't win at first, we have this back and forth of essentially just you know getting uh, like a boost of adrenaline. Like okay, like uh, he does that trademark getting up thing he looks at the camera and he's like oh now i'm serious and then he, then he defeats a villain but in this final fight he does like who does that like four times yeah there's so many moments where both of them kind of get kicked to the side and they they get that like they get their their time to breathe mm -hmm. kind of gawk at each other gawk <laughs> at the camera let yeah. the blood drip down yeah it's like i uh, yeah, but it happens so many times. You're like, when is this? When is the final moment gonna happen? Exactly. <laughs> that that's the problem. Yeah, I, I, that's that was a big issue for me too. Um, and also, just because like I thought the the main villain was not as interesting. Well, I don't think the the original villain was very interesting either. Yeah. Well, the the problem I, I think with Fist of Legend is while we said there's lots of uh, nuance with the characters, it isn't very easily black and white. The problem here is they did need a villain, and as usual with a lot of things, the military mm -hmm. is the villain. Right, right. So the military general is the one who's kind of yeah. kind of pulling the strings, who who wants the Chinese to be kind of undermined. So he is very obviously evil yeah. th this whole time. There, right. There's there's no character to right. it. Oh, speaking of character, uh, <laughs> in the very beginning, I was like, I was telling the audience, I'm like, oh, I don't want to spoil anything, but. Bruce Lee does become a martyr, so I don't know if that <laughs> gives it away. Um, whereas Jet Li's ending's a little different. Um, I don't think we should go into it. We shouldn't go into it, but I think it's fitting. Oh, yeah. It's, I, I liked it a lot. Because if it was the same ending, it would not work. Mm -hmm. Because for what differences that Jet Li's version has from the original, he wouldn't deserve that kind of ending, yeah. right? It, it would, would not fit that role, mm -hmm. right? And also, they need to set up a sequel with Donnie in it. <laughs> Does the sequel follow this, this story? Yes, but it, it makes no fucking sense. I've watched that movie twice. <laughs> Ooh, it's wanna, it's so hard it. to understand. <laughs> uh, and again, it's played by Donnie Yen this time, but Donnie Yen also played the character in the TV show, but it has nothing to do with the TV show. But it's the same actor but and same character. Nah, it's fine. It's uh, fine. <laughs> so Donnie Yen is a guy who's troubled by the Japanese and he needs to save his family and his dojo from, uh, what? what are you doing? No. Basically I'm saying that oh, these two movies are basically it, <laughs> the first one. Sure. And fear and 
Jet Li played the master and the student yes. in Fist of Fist of Legend. I got so much fisting. Fist of it, man. <laughs> Too much fisting, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, can we go into recommendations? Yeah, I, okay. I think we we we've spoken a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's really hard because we. And I don't. I think we've also done a lot of uh, jumping back and forth rather than direct comparison. Well, we have done direct comparisons, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, we kind of we, we kind of have to. We're mm-hmm. we're comparing two movies with somewhat similar titles. Mm-hmm. Similar storylines, although very different. Mm-hmm. So there's there's got to be a lot of jump right, and we there. also want to be fair to them because they're both very iconic movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this is and I, I'm probably not joking when I say this is probably one of my favorite Jet Li movies. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, my first obviously being Forbidden Kingdom, but I mean, <laughs> otherwise, I think I think I just uh, threw up in the mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think um, you know, like both movies are so so uh, important for martial arts history comparing them is not exactly an easy feat um even though we just spent the last hour doing so uh but if the whole point of our episode today is just like if you had two hours to spare which one should you watch and uh i guess that's where mark would take this from (laughs) right mark i would just choose one if i had to choose one Mm -hmm. To spend two hours watching. Fist of Legend. Fist of Legend. Why? Why? Wow. <laughs> you, you're, you don't even have a reason <laughs> yet. I thought this was multiple choice. No. <laughs> so explain uh, your I'm, answer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with C because that's always the right answer. <laughs> you're gonna choose Fist Fist of Legend two, aren't you? With yeah. Donnie <laughs> three. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's. Look, there, there's an appeal to uh, Bruce Lee films, um, but there's also something that's very old school, archaic, and kind of you, you can't associate with those movies as much as you want. There's kind of uh, mm-hmm. a distance between... Uh, I'm speaking from a current standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. So Fist of Legend is more... Uh, more appealing from a a cinematography kind of standpoint, um, from a choreography standpoint, even though that the choreography may be embellished like a mother. Um, Regardless of all of those things, overall, I think most people would enjoy Fist of Legend. And I kind of... um, I have little nitpicky things about um, Fist of Fury, but... Like... I'm not going to get into it because we're doing recommendations. <laughs> I mean, it's over. Uh, I popped in randomly. So this is, so <laughs> I have, I, I, yeah. so I, I'm not going to go into that, but um, generally I just would prefer Fist of Legend uh, from a modern would you point just of view. recommend the movie or was I, so I would recommend right off of the bat, both films. However, um, and actually, I would also recommend watching both films in a um, in the chron- chronological order. So not one Legend before Fury. Uh, right. So Fury before Legend, and then actually doing what we did because you can kind of uh, appreciate it more. Mm. I think it's one of the the movies, the verses that you can kind of appreciate by watching one after the other. You can mm. appreciate both by watching. No, oh, interesting. Um, because other films, it's just like, oh, okay, I can watch this and this. And it's just like, eh, it's kind of like, right. uh, but like, no, stories, 
plot is fairly similar. There's um, homages to action. Um, mm -hmm. There's just, um, I mean, but there's enough differences where you're like, oh, okay. Like, this is similar. This is very different. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, um, right. it, it keeps you engaged and it's not something by the second movie you're just like, oh, I'm going to sleep. Like, that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and the fights? What do you think about the fights? Fights? Um, I mean, not much different than what I already said. Just, um, I think you hit it on the nose by saying uh, Jet Li's are more effective um wait wait what jet Li's more effective. jet Li's, uh like like power wise is that what i've said i don't think that's what i said I don't think, wait what do you mean his his fighting um is like a street fight are you, are you talking about Bruce Lee? I think that's no, what, what did he, I say. He was saying that about Bruce Lee. Oh, Bruce Lee. Did I say Jet Li? My, yeah. bad, my, bad, my bad. Okay. They're so, both Lees. Wait, we're talking about Donnie Yen. What are you saying about Donnie Yen? Fuck, I got confused for a second. Um, all right, keeping it together here. Uh, so, yes, Bruce Lee. Bruce just to confuse Lee. you some more. No. Just to confuse you some more, Jet Li, Jet Lei, uh, L E, is in one of the sequels, too, one of the spin offs or knockoffs. <laughs> but go on so Donnie Yen so was a really good actor um, uh -huh. but no uh, so Bruce Lee Bruce Lee like you were saying Bruce Lee was the one that had more power it's more of a street fight it's mm -hmm. more um, relatable to a real life situation right. and I appreciate that more mm -hmm. um, where, whereas everything else is embellished in Jet Li's mm -hmm. Jet Li's Lay's Lay okay Okay. No, so, yeah. I mean, you, you just said what uh, I was going to say. I mean, you said what I've been saying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, name. Do you want to go or should I? Yeah, I, I could go. <laughs> so, um, uh, I uh, definitely recommend uh, Fist of Legend. Um, I like the story of that movie a lot more. And and in general, it's because of the sex, isn't it? Oh, it, it's definitely because of the sex. <laughs> they just talk about it. They don't actually do it. Yeah, that's true. You do see you do see a Japanese woman's ass for a good amount of time in Fist of Fury. That's uh, and her and almost. Her, well, you see her tits, kind of, kind of, not really. Yeah, you see kinda. a lot of side boobs. Yeah, side boob. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Um, them mentioning Chet Li being a monster in the sack. Just uh, I don't know. I just thought that was really funny. Not so that's why you're gonna recommend <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> no, so um, uh, overall in terms of um, movie watching experience, uh, Fist of Legend uh, definitely did it for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't really like the fights because of uh, what I just echo what I was saying before. Mm -hmm. There's there's speed ramping, and I don't like that sort of stuff personally. And the overuse of wires made it a little too cartoony for me. Uh, Yun Will Ping's uh, definitely toned that down a lot in more of his recent films. But if you watch something like... I'm going to laugh at that. Well, <laughs> if you watch something like Iron Monkey, and if you watch this... There's a lot of wire work in that, man. Th no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, there oh, is a oh, lot. Oh, he's definitely... Oh, I thought you meant like in future titles. In, no, in, okay. in future titles, he's toned it down. Like, it's not, like people aren't flying when someone flies across the screen. Okay. Or the wire work has gotten better where it's not... So noticeable? Know, it's not as noticeable, yeah. Um, in this it was a little too noticeable for me uh so this so this is a weird recommendation i i recommend the story of fist of legend and i recommend the fights of fist of fury mm, okay like i like i would i wish i could take 
one and put it into the other. I'm, it, <laughs> okay. it doesn't exactly work that way. Yeah, it wouldn't work because we're talking about. And this is a uh, what. This is why I want to talk about the characters so much. Uh, before is because for what, even though I find Jet Li's character more uh, inconsistent with his fighting style, because there's what some there's like a big quote that said that uh, you know you can learn a lot from the way that someone fights, right? So Bruce Lee throughout the whole movie is very consistent, very very consistent. He's just out for revenge. He's just angry the entire movie. He only has one emotion. Either he's pouting or he's fighting because he's not pouting. And he only has two emotions throughout the whole movie. And his fighting style kind of mimics that, uh, emulate that. He's he's not here to showboat. He's not here to like do fancy moves. And, he, and like you can even tell like when he's doing these elaborate flips and such, uh, it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's a stunt double. Um, so like, it's, I find it more consistent. But yeah, um, sorry, just let, I'll let you wrap up. No, I mean that that that's pretty much it. Like I like Fist of Legend a lot. Like when when I first watched this movie, uh, it was oh man, it was like over ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't really think anything of it so much. It, it was a little forgettable for me because I I think I was probably only paying attention to the fights, and I and I knew at the time I didn't like speed ramping mm-hmm. either. So it, it I was a little mm, I, I don't know. Like I didn't I didn't care for it so much. No. Uh, watching this again now, I appreciate it a lot more because I. And I think because I watched Fist of Fury first, I got a sense of the story, uh, the historical, um, where it is, where it was historically at the time. And then seeing this and seeing how they changed things and and added more layers to it. So I liked it uh, even more so. Mm -hmm. So I do do recommend both films. Uh, I think uh, Mark uh, made a great suggestion where watching one first chronologically and then the other, because I feel like that heightens both of them right mm-hmm. uh but uh story fist of legend uh fights fist of fury would mm-hmm. be my preference okay all right so it's a nuanced answer it's not just black and white it's like you have to choose one or the other ha ha what i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what else to add to what you guys have said everything you said um i, I think i'm gonna be a little bit more devil's advocate uh, if i had because i'm gonna be a little bit more black and white about this i do like Fist of Legends a lot, and uh, I was joking before, but I, I I think I I would rank this on top three of Jet Li's movies. Um, but it's definitely not the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're finally talking about a, a, a movie that isn't complete garbage. Oh shit! Okay. I forgot we haven't spoken about another Jet Li. Jet Li. Jet Li. Is there a Jet Li? No, I'm too sure there is. <laughs> Uh, the last this, one we did was the dude, one. Dude, this is our first Bruce Lee movie. <clears throat> oh shit, you're <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this is uh, happy holidays, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna be more black and white about it. Uh, cue the laughter, like you were just doing. <laughs> uh, I am gonna probably, probably recommend Fist of Fury if you had to choose one over the other, uh, because in. I mean, it's the original, right? And there, there's a lot that you can le- not learn, but like, there's a lot from it. Like, if without it, you wouldn't have this legend, right? And you can see where a lot of it comes from. Um, that's the film historian in me speaking. But sure. I completely agree with you with in terms of like legends, way more interesting in terms of story. It's uh, better paced, and that's one thing I don't like about this. The period, it's it's slow. <laughs> it's very slow. It's it's got that seventies. 
uh, pacing um, and not that not not disparaging seventies movies because you can have amazingly well paced movies like, but this this movie like drags on in, in certain scenes and we didn't talk about them but my god <laughs> they they can really uh, you know slow the movie down. <clears throat> the action wise, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I would recommend you watch the fight scenes for Fist of Fury on YouTube. Um, even without context, because you're just yeah. seeing Bruce Lee kicking ass, and you can believe it because it's Bruce Lee. Uh, Jet Li, I I recommend them, but if you have any even slight a slight keen eye on you know like like nitpicking, you're gonna pick up on all the crappy you know, like well not crappy sorry that's a, that's a bad term but like all the um, the wire work that's utilized in it. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm gonna be more black and white about. It. I recommend Fist of Fury more. And, um, yeah. Yay. Yay. We finally did a Bruce Lee movie. <laughs> Yay. You know what movie I recommend more in terms of hairstyles? What? Oh, Fist of Legend. He's got that, um, that North Korean style flat top oh, cut. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he does. Oh, and then, <laughs> and then all the Japanese, and then the one Japanese guys too. Man, imagine Jet Li with Bruce Lee's hair. If they're doing an actual remake, wait, didn't we see that in the one? <laughs> when he's got the the golden. Oh mop. man, he should have done this movie with the Rastafarian. Yes. 